Honestly, I was unaware of exactly how many songs ACDC have that have either the word rock in them or the word hell in them or some sort of reference to women and sexual enjoyment of some sort. <laughs> so, But if there was a song called She Rocked Me Straight to Hell, that would be a perfect ACDC You should song. like, if they have like a Twitter thing, you'll, you should tweet it at them and they'll be like, oh, mates, you rocked me straight to hell. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, and we are live. It is the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. It is the three musketeers of conversation. We're talking about me, Croft and Steers, uh, Aramis, and uh, of course, uh, the the D'Artagnan of this group, and that is Michael Hodges. Welcome, Michael. Sweet, I get D'Artagnan. And of course, the Porthos, or what is it, Pathos? Porthos? The rotund one, most words. Hello. Um, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've read The Three Musketeers, and... The only version I really remember is The Man in the Iron Mask with Leonardo DiCaprio. And really? so if that's who you're saying I am, I think No, you. I'm like in in uh, the original 19 the original 1993 movie, uh I would be played by uh Kiefer Sutherland, uh Mike would be played by Chris O'Donnell and you would be played by Oliver Platt. Chris O'Donnell? I yeah. need to google that guy. Yeah, what's he done lately? Nothing. Kiefer Sutherland. What, yeah, I'm Kiefer, uh, except less drunk. Um, I think all right. I won. I think Oliver like Platt is like the coolest out of that bunch. He was in the West. He is, actually. He's got the most personality. I uh, left Aramis out. He's Charlie Sheen. You're fat shaming. Oh, I'll be Charlie Sheen. Slam. Winning. Your fat shaming <laughs> slam turned into a great compliment. Crossed is it because you like Oliver Platt? Also, he's you, actually good. You PC, bro? Yeah. Anyways, all right. I'm Oliver Platt. That's uh, D'Artagnan or whatever, and that's Chris O'Donnell. And we're the three good... Musketeers of conversation. Yeah. See how good we are. At conversation. I bet you follow that Why? very easily. Why are there four Musketeers? It doesn't even make any sense. Why call them the three Musketeers? The story. There had to be an outsider, right? That's D'Artagnan. Because they were like an established group, and then you got and whatever. <laughs> They're like superheroes of that time. Literature's stupid. Let's move on. All um, right, sweet. <laughs> How are you boys doing? I'm good. I'm very good, actually. Uh, a lot of great stuff happening for me. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of on top of the world. Uh, well, I, you I can't I'm, just... You I can't got, just say that. I gotta plug and then it now. Not say actually. what the the great yeah. stuff is. You gotta tell us what the All great right. stuff is. So I've been invited to appear on Current Geek. That's a podcast. I don't know how you can find it except search Current Geek in iTunes, and you'll you'll get it there. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be on there with John Jagger, with the host Tom Merritt and Scott Johnson, and we're kind of there to sort of promote the new show that we're doing. John and I with Scott Core, which is also an amazing thing. I have a third new cool. podcast, um, so I'm pretty happy about that. Heroesforyou.com is where you can find out all about that Heroes of the Storm podcast. I'm gonna be a part of it's. It's big for me. I'm working with Scott, who um, I'm a big fan of. So working he's a, with someone, he's a big podcasting star. Yeah. So working with someone you admire is pretty pretty cool event for me. And yeah, 
So check out Current Geek tomorrow. It's live at Friday at like, I don't know, I think 5 Eastern. Um, I have to double check that. But just get it on iTunes and that'll cool. be pretty cool. But subscribe if you're into that. Subscribe to it. Support Bo, everybody. Yeah, and support us. Um, That's right. Yeah. Support um, me. Help me by supporting me. Help you to support me and support the rest of us. We're supporting did I, everybody. Did I but get all is, of that right? <laughs> this is cool. Anyway, I, I congratulations, Bo. I think this is awesome, and uh, mm. uh, it is neat. It's another podcast to add to your ever-growing producer-seducer portfolio. Sure. Yeah. Oh, and I made the theme music for it. So if you like the music, I make check that out. All right. Well, um, music. So that's my uh, that's my shameless plugging. I'm sure there'll be much more of it in the weeks to come. Mike, um, do you want to shamelessly plug something? Um, no, I'm good. <laughs> he, Sounds good. He, he retweeted the, the good, bad, or bullshit account today. You should plug that. Wow, I'm, a retweet. I'm, I also made another tweet about a week ago. Did you guys catch that? You followed my Twitter, right? I, I'm sure <laughs> I caught it a uh, week I, ago. I catch uh, all of your to tweets. our fashion podcast. I catch oh that you found your um uh, you had a sweater that you found on a bench in high school and you've had it for like eighteen years and you saw it reflected it was, on it and, and tweeted I, it out. I was wearing it at work. Yeah, when I when I, I I put this sweater on at work and I looked at it, I was like, I I found this thing on a bench eighteen years ago in high school and then I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not fashionable. So it reminded me of our recent episode on fashion. Might be coming back into style. How how long do these things yeah, well, last I anyway? I just. What? Pieces of clothing. How long do they last? Well, this one lasts a very long time. They last seems, I think it's like... Forever, don't they? It has no. a... No, they do not last forever. Uh, it, there's a small hole in it, but no one at work seems to notice. I haven't been fired yet. I have a blanket that's like 90 years old. It's got... It's, it's ages. It's been requilted countless times, but, you know, it's still that thing with that history. Hmm. And look at the the pharaohs there. They're still wearing that wrapping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we we That's have a job a that we normally years. do. Um, we've bantered enough. Speaking, or I suppose to say, let's roll a topic. Speaking of wrapping, let's wrap our brains around a topic that Mike's gonna get for us from the random topic generator. Make sense, everyone? I didn't get to promote anything. Oh, uh, Crofton, do you have something that you'd like to promote? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. He just wanted to be a part of it. I got you. All right, Mike's, Mike's getting impatient. Let's go. Let's ready. <laughs> if I stopped every time Mike was impatient, I'd never go anywhere. Ugh. The topic today, um, today is uh, charity or charities. Charities, okay. Seems like an interesting one because charities, it seems like I'd have to be Donald Trump to have something bad to say about charities. See, the problem with charities is that they're nice to people and you don't get anywhere in this world being nice to people. You gotta call them well losers and that motivates them to be better. You don't give people things. Yeah. Well, thank you for channeling Donald Trump. That was, that was, that was a that terrible very... impression, but in spirit, the words were, I mean, you know. You're a well, low-energy person, Bo. Low-energy person. All right, look at it this way. I'm the best at the military. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but I do think that it's like when you hear charities, 
you know, it sounds like you'd be like, oh, okay, good, you know, and you just, that's it. You go on with it. But I think it's one of these things that's more complicated than that. Like um, some of like the obvious um, things about charities that are that are not good is that they're – some people might claim that they're institutions which just sort of just support their own existence and that they eat up much of their funding through – uh, administration and paying their own staff and that the amount of sort of actual aid they do on the ground depending on the charity is sort of limited and things like this um i, I think it's more complex than it seems and sometimes uh, some of the way uh, aid is done is just not helpful i started listening to something the other day on the radio they were talking about haiti um and i think actually it was this series that's going on on cbc uh cbc show ideas which i plug occasionally on <laughs> on this show it's great it's a great show yeah there you had something Anyways, to plug you, you forgot to, we well, gave you a chance to plug something plug. earlier and you forgot to plug your show cbc ideas well that's just advertising i don't work for ideas or anything they do just good stuff anyways uh, <laughs> i was, i basically cut the very the very start of this episode but they have it. They have a series where they're like looking at uh, um, work being done by PhD students in uh, across the country, and okay. one of them was doing a, a study about Haiti and cha- and charities and the sort of aid movement in Haiti, and how essentially it's kind of just fails. It doesn't. It doesn't actually help. And a lot of haters are just like, get out of here already. I'm paraphrasing him. I, I missed the end of that show, so I might be sounding. I might be <laughs> talking to my ass here. <laughs> <laughs> that essentially Haiti, if you if you look at it, has um you know it's like the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere yeah. has a lot of problems and it's like inundated with all these aid groups trying to help and it doesn't re- doesn't really help. I guess is, is sort of some of the criticisms are like that these groups charities you, you just give your money it makes you feel good and then they go and try well, to do something so, and it ultimately doesn't really help that much. So hang on because like. I think you're what you're talking about is if there is a systemic problem and a charity charity might be involved in stabilizing or have a certain mission but beyond that mission it might continue to enable a certain status quo rather than you know a catalyst for change that is required to change things like so you're saying that like not for profits existing for the sake of existing can be problematic or wait, we're not sorry. Charities, not not for profits. We're not talking not for profits. No. Well, a lot of not for profits are charities. Yeah, I think that's a specific designation that maybe we can talk separately about because not all not for profits. Well, and a lot of them charities. enjoy tax free status. We'll see that too. So, yeah, but I, all I'm trying to so, say. Okay, go ahead. Uh, all, all, all I'm just trying to say is it's not. I think it's not as simple as it seems. That of like, why giving to charity? Of course, that's good. So I'm playing a bit devil's advocate here, uh, but but I think that it's not as simple as it just seems on the front. Where give charity, sure helps everything, makes the world a better place. End of story. Rate good. Move on. You know, I think there's more to it than that. There definitely is, and I know that people. Um like charities are organizations and like any organization there are good ones and there are bad ones there are efficient ones there are less efficient ones generally they're guided by good moral principles although sometimes they're not like there there's there's exceptions to everything right um i know that like i work for the government of canada every year the government of canada runs a uh, sort of a charitable giving program for their employees and uh it 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 accounts for lots of charities. 
but they ask certain employees to go and canvas other employees. So I've been asked to go and see my fellow employees and ask them if they want if they want to donate to to charity this year. And um, and it is funny the stuff you'll hear because people say um, that they like charities in theory, but often as long as they're not the ones giving to them. And uh, when they are asked to give to them, they often have a zillion reasons of why. They won't. And a lot of them are, are similar to ones that Mike, Mike has, has mentioned playing devil's advocate. Okay. Stuff like saying, oh, administrative costs are you know, through the roof it, for this one charity that I read about in the news. Um, you know, and even though that this is a different charity or this is whatever, people will find ways. They'll, they'll point to other charities that have been unsuccessful. They're, they'll point to like some sort of uh, singular study that is focused on a, a type of charity that says that they're less efficient than they need to be as reasons for them to not participate in that process. Because it's the easiest thing to do with regards to charities is just not give them any of your money. Um, I think that sounds like very familiar to me. Uh, and what I'm thinking of is, is what, do, what do we even need charities for? And I'm not saying that as a rhetorical question. Like I'm meaning to say, Hey, what do we need charities for? It's just, why can't everybody, private businesses, public sector, government entities, people, entities, just give money where it's needed and we can give it wherever we want. What do we need? You know, the concept of charity aside, what do we need an actual charity, like a system for charity for? Like, uh, is it- well, I, I, th- I think I think it exists because we live in a world that is far from perfect. And um, it's like if I if I had an issue with charities, it's more that it's it's a it's like a symptom of the failure of society you know that it's like you have you have you need to give to charities because we haven't we haven't sorted out our problems and in theory it's supposed to be well one of government's role you'd hope to try to make to try to help society run more smoothly but because of the way politics are that just doesn't happen because you have some people that don't care about others some people that you know whatever interest drives people that politics it doesn't Governments don't end up solving all our problems. So you still have um, homeless people. So there may be charities to help the homeless. Um, y- you have, um, you know, let's say literally literacy issues. So there, there's charities to help with literary, literacy issues. But that's, in, you know, there's any number of things. But these are all symptoms of kind of where we've failed as a society. And charities, I guess, are the kind of band-aids which, which aim – to fix those things but i would say that they're just that they're kind of band-aid solutions they don't address root problems in in my opinion and maybe some of them attempt to but generally that's what they are like there's a problem it's not being it's not being um addressed by the state or or the or the well i think it's a state ultimately that has the resources to probably do it so you have charity springs up and then they try to address it i think that's why they exist well, the, yeah, no, and and I could see the band aid solution that you're talking about as as yes, it's it, certain problems, social problems, homelessness, that sort of thing. That is that is something that maybe fell through the state's fingertips or the government's fingertips, and charities are picking up the slack. Um, but I would say the biggest the the time you hear the most about charities are in the in the context of natural disasters. So. 
when there's like a something horrible that happens across the world, a, a tsunami, an earthquake, a, a hurricane, whatever, um, there's often these giant pledge drives because this is happening outside of the ability of states and governments to normally plan. And it allows like the, the wealthy to give to um, to give back to those who are needed, uh, those who need it. So I, I, I find like generally it is still a Band-Aid in that it would be really great if there's a huge emergency fund for every country that can deal with those particular situations. But it's just not feasible, I don't think. So like have you – have either of you ever directly benefited from a charity that you can think of? Uh, you know, have you ever received – anything you know and not counting tax credits for donating to a charity because that's not receiving but you know i think of like unicef right like that money presumably unicef's a charitable organization correct you you there's a chair unicef yeah, drive UNICEF's a charitable i think they help sort of ch- children overseas and things like that i mean my my simple answer to your to your question is i i think to some extent we all benefit from charities in indirectly um in the sense that Charities that provide those band-aid solutions do help. I think. I think often in, a, in to a minimal extent, but to make our societies uh, a better place. So if you just if you just think about something, not that it's simple, but but a specific example of homeless, um, and if you have charities to provide food. For, for, and and shelter for for homeless people, particularly in the uh, the dead of winter, well, that's a specific uh, sp- that that would that makes my life better because it's like it, it's something I don't have to see. I I, I don't have to um, see someone literally starving on the street, and it, it, there's a charity which sort of helps address that for me. And I would say indirectly in other senses, a lot of people support charities to uh, fund research into various uh, uh, diseases. And that's another big thing where charities come up like Cancer Foundation or there's any number of them. And so uh, any money that goes towards that helps us all in terms of doing that kind of uh, fundamental research that needs to be done to forward, uh, you know, uh, treatments for diseases. So I think we all benefit from that, but it's... but. Directly, I don't. I have not benefited from one, but you know what's I, interesting, because coming back to, but but coming back to like uh, something like uh, where governments, because we live in a welfare state, right? So I've benefited from employment insurance a couple of times, and if we didn't live in a welfare state, if the state didn't provide that kind of stuff, um, we, I would have probably had to go to to some form of charity, like a food bank or something like that, when I would have been out of work in the past. So it's just like it's that sliding scale, and in some places that don't have any any of those social safety nets, you're, you're you're much more dependent on charities to to help people who are helpless for some period of their lives. And I think, like to answer Bo's question, I have I my answer would be the same as Mike's. I've been fortunate in that I haven't been in a situation where I've had to need I needed to directly go to charities for assistance. As part of that charitable campaign, uh, I did a tour of the Ottawa Mission, and it, essentially, 
uh, I, I got to see sort of like the hands-on of what they do uh, and where, where the money money goes. And essentially they provide shelter for homeless people. They provide meals for them. But they also provide like, you know, courses. They, they um, the, the, A lot of wannabe chefs will work and prepare the food in the kitchen and stuff. It's really, it was really a cool experience to see it. And since that experience, I've made a point of giving a, you know, I don't, a fairly sizable charitable donation every year to this campaign as well as as well as like participating in stuff like the the local food bank um and the alzheimer's association and all this sort of sort of thing as well so i'm you know i'm on the other i'm on the other end of that spectrum because i've been lucky but i like to 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 realize that if if I was ever uh, if things were not going well for me and all, all that that uh, my fellow man would be willing to help me out and I feel that that's what the, the the core value the core nature of a charity is based on people helping each other um, in some capacity or another they're trying to do good and like you see these infomercials for charities or to give on um, on TV where uh, to, to give to uh, you know African villages and they'll, they'll build the well and they'll show all the kids talking about how happy they are that this new this new water pump or well is in there and that's like maybe there's a lot of paperwork maybe there's a lot of wasted money maybe there's a lot of stuff in between that positive end but for the most part while there are some negatives like sometimes a charity could go wrong or make an error or whatever for the most part I think they're they're leading to positive out- outcomes. It's just that sometimes the positive outcome might not match the size of, say, the financial donation that was given. Like they could always be more efficient. I think that's that's a good. It's true, and it's a good. It's a it's a good point. I mean, and you have to if you're going to do something, you have to employ people, and uh, unless it's wholly volunteer run, and I think some of them they count a large part on volunteers. But you, you have there has to be some administration costs. These are these are big organizations. Here's another. I'm, I'm being Mr. Devil's advocate here on this charity thing, but um, there are a lot of religious charities, um, and uh, and I think sometimes now, and I probably my I have a bias here. I'm an atheist person, uh, but that oftentimes there is an ulterior motive to the aid that's provided and i think uh, christians in particular have been known for going around the world and 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 it's funny you mentioned the mission you, you know in the, the term missionary uh it is is a is a christian thing where they they go on a mission somewhere and it's like to do you know it's always to do good but i think kind of the little sort of nudge nudge is like and maybe you can convert them to christianity while you're at it and so like i think a lot of charities kind of what they and and I and I mean it's kind of a tricky thing because I feel like yeah sure if you're feeding people and helping people that's good and I'm like and I wouldn't say I would never say like oh stop it but maybe if if they're kind of like also just trying to be able to indoctrinate them and maybe we can bring them into our broader organization of religious affiliation that's to our interest too so there it's not just uh, these things don't always operate in some of a vacuum of goodwill I and, I and I think a lot of religions maybe fool themselves into believing that that's what it is because they're like well we're also offering them salvation in the afterlife that's the most charitable thing we could ever do and maybe they believe that and that's all fine but I I do think that some some organizations have have ulterior motives like that, where it's like, yeah, we're going to help you, but you know, here's a Bible, maybe you know. So it's like you can't just evaluate a charity and say, well, it's a charity, therefore it's you know, therefore it's positive, or therefore it deserves a 
reputation of being good, even if it has certain things. I think they need to be judged as harshly as anything else, right? That that, that seems to be what you're saying. Well, like, I mean, I th- I think that uh, as harshly as anything else, they should be scrut. Their operations should obviously be scrutinized and regulated to a certain extent. Uh, but I don't. I don't think that they should be uh, like I, I, what Mike's saying about religion. I agree. I like it's always when people have di- different values than you, and that they're using charities to ness- to impose those values. And 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 Christianity and and other religions. One thing I I've not ever had a problem with is that sense of giving and watching out for your fellow man, which I feel is a big part of those religions. Um, but they've done obviously heinous heinous things. Uh, uh, along the way, and I know some religious people that are really, you know, nice and good people. So I think the good that is given, it, 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 if it does come with that indoctrination, at least in our current form, I don't mind. I don't mind it so much. Like uh, as long if you're saving a person from starving, but also like telling them about Jesus. I mean, like, if no one else is going to save them from starving, and the alternative is that they die of starvation. I'd rather they learn about Jesus, like <laughs> not die. Yeah, it's uh, kind of it's true. So, so that's uh, and it's same with same with you know, like you see these Christian schools or whatever, and yeah, they learn a bunch of stuff that's probably wrong, uh, but they also learn some stuff that's right, and uh, and it, it probably helps them. It, it you know helps them moving forward. I I I do find though that um, that with charities it. Like anything, you hear about these ones. I've heard about ones before. I can't think of a concrete example right now, but that are just like um, tax shelters or whatever. That uh, often famous people or whatever will start charities in their name, right? And uh, like the Somebody Foundation, the Lance Armstrong Foundation for whatever. Oh, and, calling out Lance Armstrong. Oh, wait, he does have a foundation. The biker or the. <laughs> the biker, yeah, the okay. one that got kicked out of his own foundation. Uh, I was thinking of the um, astronaut. Sorry, Neil Armstrong. Neil, yeah, wrong Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were going after Neil Armstrong. I was like, dude, dude I wouldn't touch him. He's out of this world. But um, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, that but was... uh, I, I just think these people will sit there, and I'm not, I'm not begrudging Lance Armstrong's reasons. He can cheat all he want. He wants. He can still have a heart of gold when it comes to giving to people. That's, you know, that's that's his own business. But I do think that some of them are used as tax shelters or are used as some way to score points with them with the public they say when you become famous one of the first rules of being a a wealthy celebrity is to like give to charity or do it as publicly as possible so people know what a great person you are like like pk suban recently gave 10 million to uh, a children's hospital in montreal for those that don't know he's a celebrity hockey player for the montreal canadians for sure it's true that that stuff works because I, I saw that headline. I'm like, man. And my first reaction is like, yeah, why don't all celebrities do that? They're freaking millionaires. Like, I mean, it's great. He's he's setting a good example. Like when people give a lot of amount, a lot of money to charity, it's it's great. I mean, but it's it is true that it is tax uh, tax deductible. Like if you so if you're a rich person, and you want to lower your tax bracket to some degree. 
because you have so much money, maybe you don't need that much anyway. So yeah, you give a bunch of it away. It is, it is tax deductible. So it, it might work out in your benefit. You're still doing a good thing, you know. And I wouldn't, I yeah. wouldn't begrudge those people to be like, oh, they're only doing it for the tax benefits. I'm like, no, wow, no, no, we like, found a limit on Mike's cynicism. I we do found think- the cynicism <laughs> limit on Mike. It's awesome. What a great I, day. I do think though that there are some like I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but there are some that are literally set up. To, to be scams or whatever. Oh, I'm oh, sure you, that some are out, yeah, outright yeah, scams. You know, uh, you know what happened recently was um, the, and this is I'm not sure related to the charity, but I guess Jared, the subway guy, had his own like the Jared Fogel Foundation or whatever, um, and uh, and he, the president of said foundation, was like. In this, he, uh, if for those of you who are just getting their news two months too late, uh, Jared Fogel was arrested for possession of child pornography, and um, but well before he was arrested, the president of his foundation was arrested, and he was told, and he said at the time, uh, "Oh, I have no, um, we have no tolerance for this sort of thing," and, and, and the found he de- he besmirched the name of the foundation, incidentally his name. Uh, and then, and then, of course, it turns out that he was using this guy and using foundation resources or what have you for you know his own purposes. And now, of course, he's he's in trouble and this sort of thing. So, like, I think it's really easy to to take charities that will automatically be seen in a good light by the general public and 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 be tempted to use them for well, for other things. It could be taxes, could be whatever. It's like a lot of things though, right? Remember my analogy about a hammer? You can use it to build a house or kill your wife. That's, That's such a horrible <laughs> But but, we had just forgotten. You know, we, <laughs> we. I I was enjoying having forgotten. That. We. The point is that you can't evaluate a hammer. You know, you can't look at it and be like, well, because it can be used for nefarious purposes or for good purposes. You know, like you can't. Like I feel like you can't judge it just because somebody's going to be a jerk with it, right? I I know honestly, Bo. I feel a little bit like because I was trying to be a bit devil's advocate, like Mike here. I feel a bit like I'm stretching on this one. Like charities, right. honestly, are are their goals are by and large not all, but by and large they're 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 just and they're they're trying to make uh, to better the world and 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 yeah, there's shit that goes wrong it's, sometimes, but they just generally seem like positive things. So I'm kind of stretching. It seems like, though, that you guys have, you know, sort of touched the criticism, both of you, on various fronts, which is just charities, you know, are reflective of a problem in society. If we have to get people to volunteer to do a thing to generally help, like it's an emergency problem, there are children starving somewhere, there are people that are homeless, there's, you know, cancer or disease affecting a lot, there's something that's very urgent that we need to solve that is harming people and people volunteer their time or their money to get it done because the normal course of society won't do these things. So we set up these things called charities. And I think the problem is that we sit there and go, well, there's a charity for it. That's good. And it's like, no, it's not good. The idea that there's a charity for something means, hey, get your shit together and fix this problem. And I don't think anyone makes that connection or we're all too indifferent and binge watching Game of Thrones instead of, you know, going out and fixing things in the world. I'm, of course, not referring to myself and my binge watching. Um, That's okay. But everyone else, stop your binge watching and help the world out. There are charities out there. 
that you know exist because there are problems and i think that the problem with charity is like well there's a charity for it so great you know like job's yeah. done and it's like n- no the like, point is that the charity is that we've identified a problem where we're not getting our shit together so yeah it's kind of, it's, it is interesting yeah. to look to look at um things in that way i thought about it after we had done the police episode this is a little while back but it, it occurred to me i meant to i sort of meant to say this in my verdict from that but it replies to this as well uh, of, of being the very existence of something like the police or charities the very existence of them just reinforces the fact that we live in a very flawed flawed world um, because if you had a world that didn't require police officers uh It'd be great, you know. It wouldn't have people hurting each other. We'd all be very work. well organized, and yeah, we'd all have exactly. great lives. And if we had, if we had a world that did not require charities, because everyone was like, "Oh, we need to set up a charity." It's like, well, uh, everyone's well fed and pretty well off, and uh, okay, well, there's no reason for a charity. Like it, they are, they they just serve to reinforce, like, yeah, there's a lot of problems in, in the world, but that's the way the world is, right? You know, you can't just wish it away. Um, I'm going to continue my devil's advocate role here because I want to. There's some other things uh, I agree with everything you say, and I, I'm a bit stretching here too. But I, but it, you know, it's, we're having a conversation about it, and uh, so I, I mean, I've given to Crofton mentioned this government charitable campaign thing, and I've given to that through my workplace uh, many years. Though I might not this year in in the end. Um, in here, but okay. So, and then. I have a couple of problems with charities that I've encountered recently, which is just – which is I find weird. Um, so I think because of their – because they're focused on I think first and foremost preserving themselves and, and again, that's a bit of a cynical view um, and, and probably acknowledging that they can't do their good work if they don't exist, right? Fair enough. Uh, so, so that what they want is steady income, you know. They don't want so there's these, there's these people on the street who are paid and they're paid fundraisers and they're out there and they and they stop you, literally harass you. They're all over downtown. They drive me bananas because they come up to you every day and are like, "Oh, hey, do you got a moment to chat?" And they're always some like perky kind of hippie twenty year old, and you're like, "Get out of my face!" Not because I don't like the charity, because I can't talk to you 365 days a year about giving to charities. And that's like, <laughs> like charity overload. I'm like, I walk by here every day for God's sake, stuff. Asking me about your charity, and very early on with these people, I've stopped and chatted with them, and they're like, they they have these forms they want you to fill out. Oh, you know, a monthly donation, any amount, blah blah blah. And I don't, I just for whatever reason, the way my brain is wired, I don't want to do that. I don't want to like sign up this form, uh, have a direct deposit from my bank account. I have been literally them like, I'll give you guys twenty bucks, twenty bucks right now, and they won't take it. Uh, because what they want, they don't want your $20. They want your commitment of monthly funding in the same way that that's how almost all companies operate, whether it's cable providers or whether they want you to contract, right? They want to, they want to be able to forecast and fund. And I, and I get that they do that. But for me, as someone who might give, I don't want to do that. So, and I get a lot of this at my door too. Like a lot of people will come around canvas in the neighborhood and there's two kinds. So I always give money when the people come to my door, uh, and it's whatever I have around. If I have ten bucks or five bucks, I I will give it, and they usually write you a little tax receipt. Doesn't matter what it is, but I figure it all adds up, and then so uh, I give them money. But lately, there's been some people that come around and they have like an iPad or something, and they're like, and they come up, they're like, oh yeah, we're doing this thing for this charity, and I was like, okay, and I reach in my pocket, I'm like, I got fifteen bucks, I'll give you fifteen bucks. And they'll be like, oh, actually, no, we, well, all we're doing is here. You can sign up here. We want, we're trying to sign people up and then you can uh, listen. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm like, I will give you money right now for this thing. And they're like, no, we won't yeah, take it. That, so and I, is that the first of your list of things that are weird? 
Well, no, you I had mean, a couple but, of things, and, and I want to address that one. Well, no, but that's that's basically the, one of my main things is now yeah. they've all shifted to this like steady funding model, and I understand it. But like for me, as someone who I'm, I'm pretty much always if someone is this a charity and someone's like, hey, you want to give, and I'm like, I'll reach in my pocket what I have, I'll give to them probably. But they'll be like, no, we don't want you twenty dollars. We want you to sign up and commit to a monthly amount for a year, and I'm like. I just I hate bureaucracy. I hate forms of any kind. That I'm just, it just drives me away. Yeah. And the and the fact that they refuse my money, I find weird. I bet, I bet they're working on commission too. Uh, who, who knows? I, I, but well, like, and I don't know how a lot of these charities operate, but some of them operate on the financial side, where they actually take the money and invest it. And you know, I, I think. I was, I don't know if, I probably can share this. It's not really a big, I don't remember. But I, I was part of an organization at some point that was offering money to people for, you know, it's for research, essentially. And um, the the way it was explained to me, because I didn't have any deep involvement, was that I, the money was actually invested. The money they had, you know, was earning interest, was invest, invested in various, you know, investment products or whatever and that a lot of what they did was use the interest to provide the bursaries to individuals so it's like you can only imagine while some not-for-profits or charities are using um you know you kind of think of it like oh if they get ten thousand dollars then they use that ten thousand dollars when really if they get ten thousand dollars they add it to their money pile and just you know the money comes from another source so, like, to me, the idea of getting your monthly amount like that is part of that idea of amassing a financial base. And it's the way a lot of a lot of business is working now, you know, which is not that everyone wants the recurring payments. They don't want the one time payments. They're not they're not as valued anymore with all the, the way that it, it just money annoys me works. on principle because at that at that stage if that's how they operate they're just essentially capitalist organizations in the sense that what they have is a pile of capital and then they use the profits of that capital through investment or whatever to, to do good work and I'd be like I wouldn't fault them for that but I, I still feel like you know I've railed a lot about capitalism various topics on the show but that whole paradigm is part of why we have so many problems in our society so having charities that essentially operate so like okay well now we got a, we have 200 million dollars in the bank and we just haven't invested in oil stocks and you know the military industrial complex uh, which is a giant place to invest money and then we pull that money back out to do good work i'd yeah. be like like i'm yeah. not clear if cherries themselves do this as part of like a legal requirement to various countries but i know that not-for-profits do and i can only imagine that some charities must they oh, must I'm sure that, if you i'm sure that they do i can think of other organizations have like 20 employees 100 employees or more like you can't run a business off of the idea well i hope we get enough to pay everybody from donations like you're gonna need a buffer in there you're gonna need a pool of cash that you're sitting on the one but difference it, is it doesn't go to stakeholders it's just it stays in the organization presumably. it is it is quite interesting because if i think about the couple of recent people who've been at my door one of them was this guy and he did take he did take the cash i had and he was clearly a volunteer he was an older guy and he was uh he was a, vet, a veteran of i think the navy older guy and he was and he said he and that's what he's raising money for veteran support stuff so i i don't know what i had 10 or 15 bucks and i was like here you go and he was just like thanks every bit helps he's like i just do this get out of the house you know i i, I and i'm like oh it's great the volunteer and, 
And then, and then the, the other ones that, that wanted me to sign up, they were young people, and I, I just got the impression that it was kind of one of those jobs. And I've I've had friends who've worked where you know you you get paid, you're a professional fundraiser, you get some it might be minimum wage, yeah. but you're, again you're being paid to fundraise, and then you have this kind of funny redundancy where a lot of the money that these charities they're just paying people to go and make and raise money again. And you're like, is this really the most efficient use of this money? And I guess ultimately it is. But anyways, okay, I feel like I've been the big asshole this whole debate. <laughs> no, those are, those are like, I mean, pet peeves are, are noted because those, those uh, people tend to annoy me as well. And like when I was canvassing for the charitable campaign, part of it was, um, it was encouraging multiple types of donations. But yeah, there was a big push to, to get people to contribute monthly capital. Um, I also, if we're if we're putting on pet peeves, the other the other thing uh, is that people sometimes I think, and, and this has less to do with charities and more has to do with people, but people sometimes donate money or time sometimes, but definitely money to feel good about themselves, and I mean that's not bad. I would rather that if if they feel better about themselves and they're and that money is going to good use, then that's really a win-win. You know, that's really a win-win. There's no problem. There's no problem there that I see. But it is kind of like one of these situations that I even catch myself doing. I'll give you an example. Um, so there's a, you know, there's a lot of homeless people on the street or whatever, and they're asking for money. So it's really easy to throw a buck or two bucks or whatever uh, to a homeless person. You think I'm giving direct to the source here. Like this is uh, – the this is where the money I'm, is needed is this individual here, and I'm giving them the money directly. I'm taking out the middleman. They're middle receiving man. your charity. Pardon? Yeah, exactly. I'm, they are receiving my charity. I am the charitable organization. But the idea, again, is is, is then I don't – and it's not that I want to run everybody's lives, but like you don't know what they're, they're going to do with the money. Uh, you don't know what's brought them to that state in, in their lives, and you don't know if – if giving them a few bucks here is going to is going to help them out as much as maybe uh, access to organized facilities or 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 coordinated efforts right and so now like when i give i give my charity donation every year you can break it down to who it goes to i break it down i often i always give to the to the mission and that because i've seen how they run stuff um and uh, but like i use that as justification to not give homeless people money when I walk by them. So I'm like, I feel good about my donation. Uh, so I don't need to give these guys on the street any money. And I don't feel bad about it. Because if I didn't give them, <clears throat> if I didn't give that donation, then I'd be walking by these people and I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, I don't have any change. I'm sorry. And I, knowing myself, would feel bad about that. So I'm I'm giving money. Yes, it's going to help, but it's also a salve on my own soul, if you will. So that's – I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but it's something that you could begrudge charities as providing people that avenue. As pro- Sorry, you can begrudge the charities because – Yeah, as providing them as, as like instead of people – instead of me going out and helping or doing different right. things or like trying to change the world, I can be like – I'm not going to do that. Oh, because other gonna, people are doing it in, in the I'm way we give, organize the world. I'm going to give these guys money. They're going to do it, and I'm going to feel good about myself. Yeah, so then you're you going to walk around and be like, hey, man, UNICEF's down the street. Why are you bugging me on the street corner? Like, I was, for Speaking of UNICEF, did you guys do the orange boxes with Halloween? Oh, yeah. They pretty I, much absolutely. forced you to. 
Do they? Sweet. Yeah, when you're a kid, they like it. But it's kind of like whatever. It's cute. I did. Yeah, the, and the, there was the um the forty eight. Is it forty eight hour famine or twenty four hour famine? I remember I did that a few years. That's also kind of dumb. The more I think but, about it, but you get money from people. Like people give. But then you, you money. have a big pizza party in the end. It's dumb. It's <laughs> really? Like, hey, we don't need. We don't need to make us feel like people in Africa are starving. And they were like, "Sweet pizza time!" At the end, we did it. High five, everyone. Well, and then like yeah. it's it just seems almost like an insult to do that. I don't Maybe. know. It, like yeah. I, that, that's a that's a. I think it's a complex question because you know it's more <laughs> insulting to do nothing and to be dismissive than to even make ham-handed attempts to try and honor those people that have less than you. Um, All but, right, should we get into verdicts here? What do you guys think? I think we're ready for verdicts. I feel like I could talk another hour about this though with you guys. I'm. I'm, I just feel like I'm, going around in circles. I mean, yeah, and, I, right. I sort of do too. I'm okay. digging deep to find anything bad. Well, and it's mostly, so I wasn't like seriously most... offering another hour. I'll go first when we're ready. I, I would just say that, that uh, I feel like we have focused mostly on trying to criticize charities. And I think the reason for that is because the good aspects of them are kind of self-evident. Like, I mean, if it's if anyone listened to this is like, but what do charities do that are good? I'd be like, person – it's a charity. <laughs> they do is charitable right. stuff. Like it's all it's all kinds of things. We're talking I mean, to I think imaginary it's pretty persons. Pretty self evident that they attempt to do good, and it's a very broad that we're charity. So tr- trying to just make this into a discussion that's not just obviously right. good. So let, yeah, me, let me bring the, the the farm animals in. Yeah, the jury of animals. That's that's what it sounds like when I read my son's stories. There's always animals in the stories, and I always do the sound effects. I like when we went when we went to the experimental farm because I read a lot of animals uh, stories to my my daughter too. And we're like, look, enslaved animals. We enslave them because they're all tied up. Well, were you reading is, Animal Farm to, to her? To read? Yeah. No, he didn't read Animal Farm to her. She's not old enough for that yet. But there's animals the, in all kids' books. Yeah, they are. And we went to – Mike and I went to – with our kids to an experimental farm in, in Ottawa. Anyway, it's just – you look at the animals, but they're all tied up and look miserable. And you're like, look, this is a cow. It's tied up. and can't go anywhere. You know what children's book's really good is All My Friends Are Dead. That's a pretty good one. Hmm. Read, Sounds like read. a bad one. Okay, this okay. verdict's off to a rocky start. I'll all go right. first. I, I said I'd go first. Um, so I'll, I'll get things back on track. I'm going to say charities are good. Now, I, there was a couple of times during the conversation where I was like, maybe charities are bullshit. And um, w- when I thought that, I was like, I'm just being contrarian. Really, uh, when you look at what charities are, are, are trying to do across the board, they are trying to make improvements in people's lives. And you can see that you c- it could be uh, you know, on an infomercial, in the news, whatever. Like you could see it almost all over the place there are lots of little annoyances mike pointed out fundraising is a is a big one and i definitely hear him on that and um and i find that that though when i my experience doing fundraising i saw a bunch of people who were i I started to realize you know these people are assholes and you you get to you get to know them better because they don't want to donate to charity and i'm not saying that everybody who doesn't who can afford to, but chooses not to donate to charity is an asshole. But like the gy- mental gymnastics, if somebody said, I just don't want to, I'd be like, okay, that's cool. 
but the gymnastics that they would go through to avoid donating to charity, like the things they would try and explain to me, it was like what we did on the, a lot of this show is find ways to to justify the fact that I just don't want to give money to somebody else. I would rather keep that money. And uh, and I, I generally enjoy giving money uh, to other people as much as possible. I want to retain my lifestyle and that, and, I, and I'm able, I'm luck, lucky enough to be able to afford to. And if I was not in this position, I would love to, like, I would be so appreciative of all the services that they're, that, that, that are offered. And just like, um, I forgot to mention it earlier, but like, um, we give to the Alzheimer's Society, and when my dad had Alzheimer's, we would use some of their services. So we would drop him off, and and they could take care of him for a little bit, and caregivers could get a break, and this sort of thing. So I mean, they um, they were a charity, a health charity, and they they provided you know they provided services and filled a, a funding gap, and that's I think the only thing that I would really criticize, and it's something I would agree with both of you guys. There sometimes charities are picking up the slack for government, and that's never that's never a great thing. Um, I I'm more of a Mike Hodgins socialist. Share the wealth. I think charities are good. Mm, okay, well I guess I'll go next. <clears throat> um, um, yeah, coming back to the point of the fact that they exist is again just um, evidence evidence that we have problems in our society and i really wish that we could devote ourselves to fixing the problems at the root which i don't think charities are able to address and i am a big believer in taxation and i kind of think that if governments did a better job with money uh, i i really think taxation would be a better way to get more money to towards the people who need help um, and addressing the fundamental issues of it. But taxation has become such a dirty word. We can't even go there as a society. I just think it's sad. But coming back to charities and you know where I'm going to land on this, I want to say bullshit for a lot of reasons. Uh, but it is I, – I agree with Croft. And like you, you know, the world is the way it is. There are people there who really care about doing good things. They're trying to do good things. Like how can you say anything else but that charities are good? So I'm saying good for charities. All right. Well, I guess I got to put the cherry on the top or the bow on this tuxedo. All right. Um, you know, I think I think uh, I agree with both of you. I think the concept of being charitable is definitely a good thing. I think the idea that we set up organizations for charities are because we identify problems that affect us in our communities or even on a global community scale. And, you know, they do, we do live in a world that requires bureaucracy and we've talked about bureaucracy before and it's full of poop, but at its core, the, the mission statement for a charity is one of doing good in the short term and in the long term in a problem that's identified. I think, you know, people who, who earnestly work in charities are noble and are doing good in the world and, you know, they're deserving of our thanks. I think that charities are, you know, for the celebrity ones aside, because they barely count, the real charities are probably consistently underfunded and un don't have enough money or resources to do the things they aim to do. And we talk about being miserly about giving our money. You know, we have all kinds of excuses, but I think 99% of the time, whether it's a company or it's a person, they just don't want to give the money. They just do not, it doesn't, the problem doesn't affect them or they don't, 
you know, they just don't want to give it for various reasons that have nothing to do with the fact that, you know, charitable organizations are corrupt or it's bullshit and they're cynical or whatever. So um, doing good in the world is a good thing. And I can't think of in spirit anything else from a, an organizational systemic thing that does good in the world, like a charitable organization. So I'm going to say that charities are good. If you, I, I'm used to Bo trying to be as controversial as possible. I thought he was going to do something there. I'm, I'm glad that, that we stayed the course as a team. Right. So as you can should. donate to my charity, the Hive Mind Foundation, where we're doing research <laughs> because the scientific community is not acting fast enough, and neither is the IT to get our, rid of, shed these bodies, these mortal flesh mounds. If you want to go see some educational videos about what both proposing, <laughs> there's some episodes involving the Borg in Star Trek, which will give you a good idea. <laughs> you know, we all want to be beings of electricity living inside this pool of electricity where we can all be individuals, but don't be a speak, hive mind. Don't you speak for me. I'm happy with my meat body. All if right. you want to speak for yourself, you can email us at goodbadbull at gmail.com. Offer us uh, some feedback. You can be the fourth musketeer. We will share your feedback and your email on the air. Um, you can visit goodbadbull.com. That's our website with all the good stuff on it. All our archives of wonderful episodes are there. You can subscribe to the show over Stitcher iTunes. You can like us on Facebook. We love your likes. You will be notified when there's a new episode. And Bo always puts a super flashy uh, photo that always uh, tickles my funny bone. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> this one might not so much. We'll Cherries. see. What's I'm, sure, I'm sure he's going to find He always finds something good. Oh, some of them are hard. Best. Some of them are hard. I, I know, but you, I know you won't let us down. And now the expectations are raised. Okay, and <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at GoodBadBull, and we'll, you'll figure out when a new episode hits, hits, the, uh, hits the streets. So, guys, um, D'Artagnan, if our listeners want to hear what you have to say, uh, where can they uh, find that out? Uh, they can find my tweets <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> at ML Hodgins. All right. And uh, Porthos, if people are looking for you, where can they find right. you? You can find me at Bo Schwartz. You can find me also, uh, another announcement too, if you're in the Ottawa area, I'll be on CHUO next Wednesday. Actually, considering this episode releases next uh, next week, it's going to be passed, so I can't announce it. Oh, you blew it, bullshit. Bo. But whatever. I, I was on the radio yesterday. Sweet. And um, it, it, the interview went great. I'm but sure it's, it did. But it's in part to promote a course that I'm giving at the Westboro Brainery on teaching a podcast. That's this Saturday. So you have like a couple days to register. Go to westborobrainery.ca. Um, and look for the How to Start a Podcast and Man, register and come hang out with me if you're in the Ottawa area. It's not an online course. Sorry, people who don't live here. I need more things to shill. I know. Shill. I'm starting to collect a... I'm starting to become a shill master. You're like a podcasting guru. Did you say your thing in there? Should I now say, and you can follow me at Croft and Steers? No. No, because... Yeah, no, you didn't. I, I, when I do it, I frequently forget too. So, but well, you can follow me at yeah. Crofted Steers on Twitter. Yeah, show your, show <laughs> your badass Twitter account. Is Twitter a charity? I hear it makes no money. 
It makes a lot of money. No, I thought it actually didn't really. I mean, it does it sort of, Justin but Bieber money. They haven't figured out how, like where's the revenue stream. The pro- ads. I mean, Where promoted tweets? They're like all over the place. All right, they're they're made to look like they're just part of your regular timeline. You mean I've been fooled by Twitter? Yes. No. Yeah, there's a uh, that fundraising thing actually really hit home with me, Mike. I was thinking about when I worked downtown too, and and, and they come oh, they to drive me nuts. They Hang come on. to your door and all this, and it's really. I remember our roommate back in college when he got a job working for I think it was Greenpeace when he came back, and I'm pretty sure he told me that that his pay was relative to the amount he fundraised. Like he got I would like doubt a, it. I mean they want you to I find it so obnoxious and like to the point where when I see them on a street corner I'm like I'll cross the street to yeah, try I do to avoid too. them. And that's like you know, that's unfortunate for charities in general. I was also thinking of kind of the irony of the way everything works. Like to so say you want to contribute to an environmental charity but then you know your government happens to support policies which lead to massive pollution and you're just like what the what's the point <laughs> what's the point of anything <laughs> like it's just like what's the point everybody well that should be your response well or or that or and like say you know, it's, it's just like say you give to like the red cross and it helps like people displaced by war but then your government is involved in wars overseas which help displace those people and you're just like God damn it. (laughs) It's like like you're throwing money after bad. You know, it's like some of your money go like if you're an American citizen and you donate to like the Red Cross, which helps like the Syrian refugees, but arguably the U.S. helped destabilize the whole area. You're like, God damn it. You know, it's it's all a big quandary. That's why it's not enough just to, you know, donate to your charity. You have to vote and you have to get involved with politics. It'd be like giving money to the Cardinal Richelieu played by Tim Curry. I'd rather give my money to Cardinal Official. Oh, Cardinal Official. He's a, he's a rapper. He's a bomb. He's so good. <laughs> I, I didn't even know who that was. Really? I'm impressed. I knew who that was. I'm impressed you did too. He does. He does this funny thing. I saw this video of him on YouTube where he was eating craft dinner because he's Canadian guy. He's from Toronto, and he was eating these funny craft dinner um, concoctions. And it was just pretty funny because he'd be like, someone would present him a bowl, and he'd be one of them was like, it's craft dinner with Timbits in it. And he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't know about this. And then he eats it. And he's like, man, that's dope. He's like, this is dope. <laughs> he thought most everything was dope. He was yeah, a pretty generous like a craft dinner. It was a very funny video. I was like, I like Cardinal Official. He's all right. Cardinal all right. Official. No, like not Official. Like he a- didn't even. He's of Jamaican ancestry, and he didn't even give. Uh, the because there was one that was craft dinner with um Jamaican patty in it and, and it didn't even win. Wow, yeah, check it out on YouTube. Look, I'm plugging things all over the place <laughs> <laughs> after after you're done marathoning ideas. Check it out, craft <laughs> like, Mike Mike's the shill for CBC ideas and Cardinal Official, hip hop and talk radio promoter extraordinaire. <laughs> they go hand in hand. <laughs> I need to show more.
might have a kind of stain on it, but it's one of those ones you can't really see, like an oil stain. (laughs) Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.